So I know when we're in these off seasons, I feel like it gets it's really easy to get super excited about a bunch of stuff that's going on, and these trades are part of it. Um, you want to just take that, and then we'll just hop right into the Yankees no. thing. Unfortunately, my wife is going to have to wait. <laughs> <laughs> she knew I was what I'm doing. I mean, I know I know she's buying yogurt for everybody right now, but she's going to have to understand that. We this should is just what put it, doing. let's put it on speakerphone. You want a speakerphone? Yeah. Okay. Let's try That's it. Am- Amber, you're coming on the podcast okay. now. You brought this upon yourself. Okay, I'm making the phone call. Uh, they're closed. Oh, no. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to the 14th episode of According to Alan. Um, I am joined in the local 219 studios, which is also my house, with uh, Josh Van Dyke, who uh, hey serves <laughs> who serves Hi, as, everybody. serves as the audio engineer and uh, partner in crime with everything that we're doing. Um, so one of the things that's been going on, I, I know I've been a little bit of a detached person from social media the last couple days. I apologize for it. Um, Friday, I went up to uh, Chicago for an open house of a uh, production company called Cultivate Studios. Uh, I actually misspoke. It's not a, a production company. They do production there, but it's mainly a marketing company. So they do production. They do graphics. They do uh, the creation of the idea. I know a couple guys up there, uh, Kevin Brunsma and uh, Steve Dykstra. I've mentioned both of those um, on uh, both those names on this podcast before, so that should be a little bit familiar with you. Um, if you're if you want to know who Kevin is like directly, he is also featured in our Region Gourmet video, um, feeding Tony the food um, that Josh shot that night. So went there, met a lot of really cool people. Uh, two people in particular, I want to give a shout out to uh, Dami and Nikki Wells. Uh, they are uh, two people I met that are really awesome, and they're doing a lot of really cool stuff in this area. So big shout out to them. Um, I think Dami now is doing um, the production work for Faith Church. So he got that job after Kevin left. And Nikki is an actress and she's doing some substitute teaching. Um, but she's uh, got a passion for drama, especially an animated series uh, potential. So uh, I gave her the idea with guys like Josh Metz and even a guy like Tyler Lennox Bush, I think would be a really cool connection for them because she's into script writing and she's into the that's cool. fiction. So that's cool. Um, I think that's going to be a great one. Looking forward to meeting them. I'll tag them in there so they can hear this. Um, but yeah, uh, so that was kind of cool. Um, great office. You know, it's something that we kind of want to be eventually. They had brick everywhere, uh, wood floors. Um, they had the the new trend of co-working space where it's just 14 chairs in a big rectangle and they're all kind of like one big cubicle. Hmm. Um, so that was cool. They had a uh, kegerator, and so that was always having a tapped beer on it, which is really cool. Um, they brought in Giordano's Pizza. They had snacks. They have TVs everywhere. Interesting. Um, the other thing that you might know from them that um, would be a little shocking is they do uh, – one of their biggest accounts is Ozinga, and uh, Steve Dykstra is the one who put the lights on the Merry Mixer, and that's what I think they're calling it. So if you've seen that online – okay. Where it's like a big cement truck with a bunch of lights on it, and yep. there's like speakers on it. Yep, he did that, so it gives you an idea. That's fun. The, that kind of that kind of quality of work they're doing. Met a lot of awesome people there again, um, and then yesterday. So one of the things that we're going to try to do here, and you're seeing it a little bit. I know we've given you a lot of teases on the social media platforms uh, leading up to it, but we are now starting to release some of this content, which is pretty fun. 
Um, some of the content that we released today is the first commercial that we've ever gotten money for to do. Um, so uh, that's a big uh, milestone for us. Um, hopefully uh, it works like we think it might. Unfortunately, we were a little bit behind schedule in getting it released. So we kind of missed part of the season of Selling Trees. It seems to me that um, hearing it from the people who know a lot more about tree farms than I do, mm-hmm. they seem to think that the season is uh, from Thanksgiving weekend, after Thanksgiving, for about the next two weeks. And we are just ended the second week out of that. So, yeah, so you're, you're, you're at the tail end of this thing. We're at the tail end. Um, I think the video and the commercial is brilliant. I... Uh, I never had. I had so much fun creating it with Joel. <laughs> um, we we laughed endlessly, and the concept came pretty naturally, which is pretty cool. That's usually one of the toughest things: is that when we're shooting something like that, you don't really know what to expect. You don't know how to storyboard it exactly because you really want to tell these stories in an authentic way mm-hmm. without coming across as too commercially. Sure, if that means anything. So we created that commercial. Um, again, I'm really proud of it. I think Joel is awesome. I think it's gonna be a little bit, um, uh, it's 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 gonna be a little bit polarizing to some people because I feel like it's one of those things that you're either gonna like or you're not gonna like. Right. I'm really. There's, there's gonna be no middle ground with this. No, 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 none whatsoever. And so I'm really into the fact that like I think the people that are are gonna like it are gonna be the people that I want to work with anyway because I think they're gonna understand the marketing side of it. Sure. You know so. Um, not to not to like totally, um, you know, I guess ostracize the people that don't like it because there's, you know, it's only this is the fun thing about what we're doing, and this is what I hope you get to start seeing because Jeff is, I, I think we're about ready to launch that local two one nine graffiti video, Sweet. which is coming I pretty soon. I can't wait for that, man. And then you'll see that like all these different producers are so talented, and they all bring something different to the table. And while this one is really funny and it's really dynamic and shot well and it's great quality, the one that Jeff shot isn't exactly funny. It's more romantic. Yeah. Right? That's so a good word. That's a good word. It's more like selling the concept as it's, as opposed to being funny, um, but beautifully shot in its own way too. And it, it's a great piece. So um, you're going to start to see all these personalities coming through a lot of these videos, which is awesome. So that's that's what we really kind of aspired to do when we started this thing, right? Right, right, right. It's the whole point. Yeah, and the and the content across the board has been amazing, like really. So like the guys that have been kind of chipping in and doing stuff, uh, big hats off to you guys. You guys have been killing it. But check that out. So we got it on our Instagram, and we've got it on our Facebook. So check that stuff out. So I was going to talk a little bit about some other stuff. Um, but I think that's good. I, I think for the local two one nine stuff, we got a busy week this week. I yeah. know Tom Maloney's coming in. Um, oh, is that who's coming Wednesday? That's coming in Wednesday, and cool. that's a fun cool, one. Cool. We lost that one before, and I felt like I owed him a mulligan. You know? <laughs> that's it. So uh, he's gonna come in. Uh, we'll, we'll get we'll that bring one our together. A game. We'll bring our A game Wednesday. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure he'll appreciate hearing that. That's it. Yeah, and uh, and so that's Wednesday, Thursday. Josh and I will be in uh, Chicago with another guy that works for with us. Uh, his name's Martin Olexi. Uh, he's doing a lot of marketing for us, and um, we're gonna be going out to the city uh, at the Civic Opera House. And uh, we are going through a workshop of how to become business influencers led by Dean Delisle, who was on our talk local last week. And I would like to say this. um, I feel like right now we are at 11 views of that or 11 listens of that talk local in particular. And 
I don't know if it's just me, but like in all honesty, like if you guys are interested in that kind of stuff, um, especially if you're into business and you're into the tech, you don't want to miss that. I mean, that's that's great information that he throws across the board. So uh, please check that out. Um, I guess the only other thing that I really kind of maybe follow up from from last week is I did get a chance to listen to a couple more podcasts this week of mm-hmm. local ones. Mm-hmm. I listened to the Hey My Man podcast a little bit. Um, and it was, it was exactly what I expected. You know, it was pretty good. I mean, cool. you don't really have any problems with it. I thought the, um, I listened to this podcast is garbage. Their last one from black Friday. I know you love that title. <laughs> You're not going to get me this time. I already no. know now. <laughs> I will say the the bit in the beginning was really funny. Um, so that, that gave me a lot of like, um, hope for it. Uh, that was, it was really cool. Um, I think that the, um, I, I don't know the guy's name off the top of my head. Um, I brought, you know, again, something I probably should have looked up before we went on air. Yeah, well, but you know, th- here we all, are. This is all conversational, and Josh knows I'm not. I don't have any notes, so no, this is all top of my no. head. Um, so yeah, I, I don't remember his name in particular, but he uh, worked in public media, and that's what I did. Sure. So I, I'm very familiar with the struggles of that realm, and uh, he did a lot of really cool stuff with some really cool programming that I know, like if you're a fan of NPR, you definitely understand. He did some things. He he was a part of some kind of startup that did a lot of on-demand um, radio. <laughs> I think it was called Vicolo or something. I, I could be a little bit off on that, but uh, sound interesting. And I wanted to, I was really kind of um, interested to hear a little bit more about that and how the. I guess it's still going on, um, but just to hear like how it started, where it went, what kind of you know just a little bit linear uh, path and where that where that company's mm-hmm. kind of gone and, and where it's at today would be kind of cool. Um, really good, really good interview. I would say the only thing that was kind of a, <clears throat> I don't know if it's, um, I don't know if it's just a one piece into a sample of an entire body of work, but uh, they had four people. It felt like talking on the mic, and it was uh, the quality was all over the board. Yeah. So I was yeah, that's a, what that's what you were saying. I was having a hard time kind of picking up what was going on, and I think it would have been fine um, as a listener uh, if. Uh, like there's three guys who are all seem to be on the similar volume level, and it was the guest and two other people. It's hard to like when you're not in the room to know who's exactly who. Um, but then there was one guy who was like almost like talking directly into the mic, like you and I are doing. Mm-hmm, right. And so it was throwing me off every time. It almost felt like it was being edited, but like it was weird. So I. So some guys are like up close on it. You could tell like. Yeah, one guy in particular was really close, and everybody else was in the distance. Right. And it was up and down from a scale. But I, I'll be interested. I'll, I'll keep listening. I, I'm interested to see where yeah. that keeps going. You yeah. know. I heard that they uh, they've been doing a lot of promotion for a live show that they did at Franklin House this last Friday. So I'm interested to hear what that sounds like. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. I haven't been to that place in man a long time. You know what's funny, man? I went to school at Purdue University North Central, and that's right around that corner. Right. I'd never been there. And I got invited there, like, you know, 20 times. I've never gone out of the way. I've gone, like, twice. It's a cool place. It's, like, got the upstairs, downstairs, I think, if I'm thinking about the right right spot. I think it's, like, a it's like a house, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it was, whatever. It was cool. Sounds like a cool thing. They had bands. They had a they had a stand-up comedian apparently open for them. Hmm. And they did a... Uh, That's interesting. Yeah. I, dude, I got to give them... I got to tip my cap to them because there is no way I feel... Like, I'm just not witty enough. To get into a like a, a, a like a public setting, yeah. and have people potentially yell stuff onto us when we're doing it, and right. then having to respond back to that, there's no way I'd be capable of doing that. No, no, I just don't have the one-liners to come back at them. No, like uh, Joel would be amazing at it. Uh, he, would, I think he'd have some fun with it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, uh, but yeah, so give them a big, uh, big props for that. 
Um, that's pretty cool. That's that's kind of revolutionary for what we're doing in this area. Um, so that's cool. Uh, I was going to talk a little bit about the uh, Giancarlo Stanton going to the uh, Yankees trade that happened a couple days ago. So I know when we're in these off seasons, I feel like it gets it's really easy to get super excited about a bunch of stuff that's going on, and these trades are part of it. Um, you want to just take that, and then we'll just hop right into the Yankees no. thing. Unfortunately, my wife is going to have to wait. <laughs> <laughs> she knew I was what I'm doing. I mean, I know I know she's buying yogurt for everybody right now, but she's gonna have to understand that. We this should is just what put it. Let's put it on speakerphone. You want a speakerphone? Yeah. Okay. That's it. Am- Amber, you're coming on the podcast okay. now. You brought this upon yourself. Okay, I'm making the phone call. Uh, they're closed. Oh no. Yeah. At seven o'clock. Seven o'clock on Blast a Sunday. For me. I don't know if they're open. Like. I don't even know if they're open. Like, it's completely dark in there unless they close, like, early on, like, the winter hours. Hmm. Well, they're Asian in there, right? So I doubt they're closed for Sunday. (laughs) No, they've gone there on a Sunday. Yeah. Do you want me to go to, I can go to, like, Cold Stone and just get you chocolate ice cream with Reese's on it? Sure. Yep. Now, now, baby, I'm in the middle of this podcast, and now you're just giving me, like, all these negative vibes that I don't even know if I want to continue on. (laughs) Well, I'm sorry. The one time you wanted ice cream, they're closed. I, I know. I know. I'm not even a fan of dessert or chocolate, but for some reason, I had that. I had that vibe today. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, so thanks for the phone like call. A regular, you want just like regular, like chocolate ice cream with like Reese's on it or something? Yeah, sure. Yeah. That's the good oh. stuff. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I'll have three bites bye. and it'll be over. So give me a small one. Okay. All right. All right. Bye. bye. Yeah, so that's real. That's a real <laughs> thing, real everybody. Life. Yeah, real life. Yeah, so I was going to talk about that Stanton trade. Um, so that guy's a monster, and I think that the one thing that are, is kind of getting left off is like they're starting to pair him up. That the Judge Stanton factor is going to be the, like the best three four in the history of the world. Okay. Um, that I, I even I literally saw an article comparing him to the twenty seven Yankees. So the hyperbole is totally started, right? Hmm. I would avoid that whole conversation. If I, if you're a sports fan, don't buy into any of this bullshit. Okay. That's my advice. Okay. Wait for Aaron Judge to actually prove himself beyond one year, and then we'll start talking about the 27 Yankees. Yeah. That's just my advice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, so just take, on, take it for what it is. Um, I know the dude's a monster, but he strikes out at such a clip that he's going to get cold, and when that dude gets cold, we're talking probably going to the minor leagues cold. I mean, that's how cold you can get when you're that swing and miss. So, um, But Giancarlo Stanton in that setting is like smaller yard. That's going to help him. Um, he, I, I personally think he's on the verge of a three- to four-year run where he's going to be the best hitter in baseball. Mm. I think he's going to surpass Trout. I think that I've heard a lot of Cub fans say – well, you know what? Screw Stanton. We're going to have Bryce Harper coming here. Um, just, to, just to clarify something, Giancarlo Stanton is 30 times the player Bryce Harper is. Yeah. yeah. From, from an output standpoint, right? And Bryce Harper, while he is, like, really good. So, like, this is where we're getting in this conversation where, like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm comparing, like, a top five players against each other. Right. So it's going to make it sound like I think one sucks more than the other, like, actually sucks. Right. I don't think Bryce Harper sucks. No, I think he's, he's, he's a good awesome. player. Yeah. I think he's awesome. He's a, probably a better out- defensive player than Stanton is. It's not probably. He is. 
Um, I think the arms are somewhat considerably like uh, similar. I don't think anyone's like winning in that one. Um, Speed-wise, I think definitely Harper's got that one, but I don't think Harper's stealing as many bases as he used to. Um, I, Harper's a very swing-and-miss kind of guy, too. He's not a very contact guy, and I know he gets hot. And when mm. he gets hot, he's got the big leg kick. He's got the load, the long load. Um, when you when you have those kind of mechanics from a hitting perspective, you do have a chance to get in a little bit more of a slump. Stanton's way more quieter with his mechanics, and he's the kind of guy that I think the only time he's really struggled in the past three or four years is, is when he's been injured. And so that's really yeah. the only thing that I've seen from Stanton that's like a... Yeah, yeah. I and mean, when you're not playing, you can't hit. You right, know? right. Um, I think the one year he got drilled in the face, so... <laughs> Yeah. That's a bad day. Horrible, man. That's a bad day. And you're, that's probably a bad three months. Yeah. In all honesty. I mean, you get hit in the face. I mean, you're, you're talking not helmet. No, I'm like talking drill. mouth. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, That yeah. sucks. You get in the mouth, so you, then you're definitely getting reconstructive uh, surgery on your on your teeth. Oh, yeah. That's the first thing. You're probably going to have to have your, wired, your, your jaw wired shut. Oh, that's broke. Horrible. Not fun. And so you got all that going on, but uh, not to go too far in his injury. I know he's had some, like, soft tissue stuff, too. Um, but... Uh, He's a machine. I think the the league is ripe right now for the premier hitter to kind of come up. Mm-hmm. I think Miguel Cabrera is ready to pass that torch. I think he's uh, the injuries and the time, all those times he's played injured are starting to catch up to him. And I think he's getting slower. He's getting less athletic. Um, and I, while he'll always be able to just to hit, um, the older you get, the slower you're your right. reflexes are right. so and he's just getting on that edge i mean the guy won a triple crown he's probably the best I, I would probably say if i were to give like the championship belt to a hitter in the last 15 years i'd probably say it goes right now i'd probably say trout for at least the last year or two for sure because the guy is just a machine um el tuve is, is like he just gets a ton of hits he's sweet too carlos correa is another guy he's just like to watch out for but um so those two guys but when it comes to just being studs, it's like Miguel Cabrera had that run, Pujols had that run, right? You know, right? Um, and so it's like, and Frank Thomas had that run, and it's like these guys keep passing the torch, where it's like for four or five years, are just unquestionably the best player in baseball, from a hitting standpoint. Okay. Right? So yeah, so I think Stanton's a machine. I think he's awesome, and I would definitely, uh, I I don't, I wish I would have seen the Cubs probably make a run at him. But what are you gonna do? And I'm not, I'm a White Sox guy, so I don't even really care. But I know they're not gonna go sign a guy for twenty nine million dollars a year. No, you know, like like no. Stanton's making. So, um, but yeah, so there's that. Uh, the other thing I wanted to talk about a little bit too was the um, I know Oheni. Uh, I don't even know his name. He's the Japanese uh, names are tough for me. Yeah, the Babe Ruth of the J- Japan. Babe Ruth um, of Japan. I, uh, it looked like he went to the Angels. Is what I've heard today. I have not seen a news report on it. So I'm, I'm hoping I'm taking the leap of faith that that happened. Um, I don't. I don't. I honestly don't have an opinion about it. So, well, thank God we brought it up. Yeah. Well, I just. I want people. That is to, cool, I want people that to know cool. that I, I am paying attention. It's just sometimes hard to kind of stay up on everything. Sure. I know he was talking to like six different teams, and teams are falling in, falling out. Um, but the thing I really wanted to talk about was. Uh, so I think that there's this real trend going on in the world. Okay. That I just don't think I care for, and it's really coming down to like. This we're judging and juring people without any kind of reason or explanation, and it's like this this like size of judgment from a distance that like no one can make mistakes. It, I, it's just it's such bullshit. Like for example, and the the reason I'm bringing this up is because I saw an article this week that the Hobart varsity football coach got fired 
or resign. Oh, right, right, right. Because right. of a DUI. Yeah. And I think that like the problem with all this is, and I'm sure there's going to be a completely different uh, side of the end of the spectrum to this conversation that someone's going to have a strong opinion about. Um, but I just don't see how you can let a guy go because of that. Now I know there's different. I know there's different spectrums, right? So it's like, to me, 0.08 is not a legitimate blood alcohol content level of, of being able to yeah. operate a vehicle and being able to like not get into a situation to where you're really putting other people on the road at risk. Right. However, there is a there is a place where we're talking point probably 0.14 and above, where well, it starts to be real touch and go. I think you I know? think you, I think your issue is uh, the fact that that's not the same for everybody. Like point one four for us, we could probably still function at a at a normal level. Yeah, but there's some people out there that point oh eight and they're just like dumb. Like you don't know what happened to them. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean I don't know. I don't know. I guess I have a mixed. It's a mixed bag for me because like point oh eight we're talking about. Although maybe maybe those two drinks just actually is over point oh eight for them. I don't I don't, I don't know. I yeah, don't know. I don't know how that works. I just I don't. I, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is that it's bringing up the problem that I have with it all, is that I don't know the facts. I don't know any of the situation right. behind it. All I know is the guy got arrested for a DUI, and now he's not available to be anything around high school players. And, and I that's, would, that's because of the high school. Yeah, yeah. High schools are pretty uptight thing. about it. Yeah. Well, I think most people are pretty uptight about it, to be honest with you. I know when I got mine in, like, 2008, I think that there was a real situation where it's like you get into this... Um, I mean, you get in this habit of, like, kind of getting away with it, mm-hmm. and then you finally... And, and a lot of the people you were drinking with throughout those times that you did get away with it, they become very judgmental when you get yours. Right, 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 Do you know right, what I'm right. saying? And so, like, and then it becomes a situation where it's like, well, I don't know, he's just stupid. And it's like, no, everyone... It, it's It really comes down to cir- circumstance, right? Yeah. It's like, at one point, you're going to get pulled over when you had one too many beers, and you're going to get in trouble, you know? And I know it happened for me, like, when I got... So, like, it didn't really affect my 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 baseball coaching career at all. Yeah. Um, at all. And it didn't really affect my work. I know there was times when I got first hired at Lakeshore, they were like, hey, I think I blew a .12. So that's what my blood alcohol content was when I got mine. Um, and I think it was, like, 11.30 at night or 12 o'clock at night, I was coming back from a Buddy and Pels in uh, Winfield to St. Mm. John. So we're talking about eight, nine years ago at this point. Um, just an interesting thing. The, the officer, I'm actually still friends with him. He was great. Um, but it was just coming from Crown Point to St. John. That was way too far of a drive. It was after a Sunday fall baseball game that happened. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's just an interesting thing. And, and, like, you start to kind of, in the side the zetgeist of what we're living right now, is, like, then you got L. Franken, who's having to kind of, like, resign for taking pictures of looking like he's holding someone's breast but he's not and that's enough to be considered sexual assault right and there could be more to that story i know there's another one that came out about him putting his hand on some girl's ass or something and she definitely didn't want that want that i don't know you know i mean it just seems really kind of i really respected the fact that he was like you know what screw you guys i'm not resigning and he says it publicly because that's just we're getting we're getting lost into what sexual assault is to what actual like crossing boundaries is. Right. You know, taking a picture in bad taste is not a fireable offense. I can agree with that. We're all in there, right? Yeah. And like this is the problem I have with it is like we're, we're we're living in a society right now that you cannot make a mistake. 
no matter what level it is. Yeah. And if you do make that mistake, you're cut off. We're, we're like, we want you done. We want you to have some kind of payment or judgment on that. And it just doesn't make sense to me. Why can't we just let the process happen? And we try to re- like the, even and, and part of it too is like when it comes to like these. I think it was in uh, where was that at Virginia when they had that like um, the that march right and it was white versus black and it was very very like intense and it I think it's really like fueled by you know the politics of today which I just had a conversation with on Friday with a with a pastor and he was telling me that the ends of the spectrum for this right now through all the studies that they're finding mm-hmm. is never been more extreme than it is today. Hmm. So, for example, during the Reagan years, there was about 80% of the middle that were, like, indifferent to uh, re- being uh, Republican diehards or Democrat diehards. And that, that number from, like, as of today is down to, like, 15%. So everyone, one way or the other, is going one extreme to the other. So there's yeah. no one just, like, you know, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. That's how they are. So, Lex, Lexi knows how she feels about yeah, it. Yeah, she knows how she feels about She's a lot of things. She's telling you all about it. But yeah, so it's just it's just an interesting thing, and I don't know. I, I feel for the guy. I, I've been in those shoes, um, and you just don't realize a lot of the times that uh, you're making the mistake, and then you make it, and you're regretful, and you're feeling sorry, like you know, you're feeling like um, it's total BS, and uh, you you're feeling like the anger of even putting yourself in that situation, right? And to kind of get fired over it on top of it, that's bullshit. Seems a little stupid. Um, it was he a good coach? Was he doing the job he had to do? Sure. Is he is he? Sh- and, but like again, I don't know the whole story. Is he showing up to work I, drunk? I don't know. But the like, the issue is, it's just you just got to figure out where you draw that line. Like what <laughs> what what what? When does it get to a point where it's like okay, now, now now we got to let you go. Yeah, and it's and it's it's different for every situation. It, I mean, I, I I don't think a DUI involves you not being able to coach high school football. Yeah, I I don't see the correlation there. Well, I'll tell you the weird one coming up here is going to be the uh, all these kids getting arrested for weed. Yeah, um, you get that you get that on your your uh, record. I don't know how you get I don't know how you rebound from a uh, traditional business sense. I, I, I just don't know how you do it. How does it how does it uh how does it doesn't make a difference once it becomes legal. Well, that's the question, because like even places like uh, you're welcome. We got uh, we got ice cream, yeah, Um, just for all you listeners that want ice cream. But like you know, it's like one of those things that like while it's legal in Colorado, your your employer can still drug test you, and if you fail it, they can fire you. Yeah. So it's legal, but not right. Right. But I I feel like eventually it'll get to the point. I don't know. Maybe it won't happen in my lifetime, but at some point. They're gonna be like, you know what? Just whatever. Just you guys want to go smoke it? Go smoke it. It is what it is. Yeah. I mean, I, maybe I'm wrong, but well, we'll see, right? Yeah. Um, Indiana will be. I can. That's one prediction I can have. It will be the last state. Well, in they've the 50 always to ever be to yeah. ever like legalize it. I mean, that's that's the case for everything. We still can't buy alcohol on Sundays. Yeah. What's wrong? With, what's wrong with? Come us? on. What is wrong with us? Um, so yeah, so uh, that's really all I had to really talk about, and I didn't really want to kind of get too political about stuff, and I apologize if that kind of feels that way. It's just I'm just tired of like people just like I don't know. I just I really wish people would be more empathetic about certain situations. Yep. Yep. So anything you got to add, Josh? Um, Cold Stone, chocolate ice cream with the yeah. peanut butter cups, fire. They're not local, so let's not talk. Let's not mention them. Oh. Just kidding. 
Yeah. It is it is good though. You know how about just chocolate pe- chocolate ice cream with peanut butter cups? You got that all over your face. I know. I could feel it. Damn bites. I could feel it. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> so is there anything you'd like to add? Um I went to uh Twin Cage. Oh, cool. Last night? Last night? Last night. Cool. That's when I stopped in and ran into some of my buddies at I was telling you about it earlier. Doesn't cool. matter. I wish you'd have told me that. I've got like 30 tokens upstairs. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I just picked up a bunch too. I got a bunch of my car right now. We'll add it to the collection. Get some NBA jam going. But okay. uh, I guess um they were telling me that the owner there does a lot of video stuff. Mm-hmm. And he's got some sort of series that's online. He does. Have you seen it? I have. I have not. I'm gonna check it out. But is yeah. it is it cool or? Um, I have I have no idea what it's about. No idea. I think anybody that's taking the the leap, and I'm not even talking from a content standpoint. Mm-hmm. I'm saying that anybody who's actually being a formidable player in the current strategies of social media, yeah. is a winner in my book. Yeah. And so whether it comes to the content being good or not. I don't. I mean, that's up to them to decide. Sure, sure. Uh, I'm not the audience he's going after either. Right. You know? um, but I think it's awesome. Yeah, I, I think just, I just thought that was. Great. I thought that was kind of cool that there's somebody else out there that are making content for themselves. And uh, I mean, the bar itself is sweet. I mean, what a cool atmosphere! All the video games around. Yeah. Yep. They actually have, like they make some of their own drinks. I guess they create them. Um, and they're they're pretty good. I, I had yeah. a couple. I, I don't remember the names of them, but or what was in it. But it, they're I don't know. It's worth checking out. If okay, you're in the area. Yeah, I love that place. Um, yeah, it's be a place I like to kind of maybe reach out to eventually and collaborate. I know because some of the stuff that I've seen, so they've been doing a lot of FaceTime stuff. I know they've been broadcasting live the um, a lot of tournaments they've been doing there on Tuesdays. Um, so I know the manager there is named Shane, and then another kid that works there is named Ian. And they were telling me that they, those those are the two kids that are hosting like these tournaments on Tuesdays. Cool. And uh, they were talking to me about maybe putting something on local two hundred nine to. Talk about their tournaments that they're doing, but we'll see. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess that's something you're probably better off for an off microphone conversation, yeah, so yeah, I don't yeah. kind of piss anybody off right. or one way or the other because right. it's some, one of those things. But um, I don't. I think that's a good idea. I don't know if I'm willing to go into like showing live broadcast of video no. game tournaments, yeah. but like um, the content's there. There's something there for sure, and there's something story driven about it that I would love to kind of help them out when it comes to a marketing standpoint. So I think that's really cool, um, and I'm, I'm definitely open to any conversation. Sure. So let's put sure. it that way. Yeah. So let's. Um, that's great, Josh. Look at you. Uh, you're, just a, you're a real worker. <laughs> I guess. Look at me go. Look at you. I'm all grown up. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I got a meeting next week with I can't remember the name of the place, but it's a metalworking shop in uh, South Side of Chicago. Mm-hmm. For production, right? Yeah. Yep. But uh, I'm going to stop in there, and um, he said he wanted to make some sort of local 219 piece for us. Oh, cool. So I don't, I don't know worker? what that is. Yeah. Cool. yeah. I don't know I don't, know. I don't know what that is yet, but he said he was going to surprise me. Oh, cool. So I might cool. have something else to add to the table or yeah. put, put in the office coming yeah. coming here soon. But That's cool. Um, yeah. So that's, uh, that's, that's the two things. And then uh, I finish school tomorrow. For the semester, so that that's that's fun. That is fun. That's and you've fun. got one semester left. I got one semester left. Wow. Well, not even two classes. You are on the uh, fourth turn. Yeah, and it's fun, man. Yeah, yeah. It, you, before you know it, you'll be over, and then you uh, you'll miss it. 
Yeah, that's true. I thought you're probably right. Yeah, it's weird, man. It's like cool. like the it's next cool. week, I'm gonna be like, dang, man, I wish I went back to college. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, <laughs> it's a. I mean, for I think most people who kind of go and go through the process, I think it's you're in that you're in that time period now where the work's getting harder. Um, mm-hmm. it's getting more work in mm-hmm. general. And so there's definitely a moments of just hating being there and doing it and dealing with yeah. the professors in particular. Yeah. But, um, you know, by that time though, you've got a lot of professors, you got a relationship with most of the professors. So that's awesome. And, uh, it's just a good time, man. You're going to miss those days where you're just kind of like locked into a room and having to figure shit out for a while. Yeah. You know, that's what's cool And it's, about it's, it. it's, it's been a fun three years, four years. Yeah. So, yeah, I can't complain. I made a lot of good friends, uh, Learned a lot of really cool stuff. Sure. And, uh, I mean, especially with doing this, I mean, it wouldn't be anywhere near what we're doing now if I didn't I didn't go there and, oh, yeah. and the learn that stuff. Oh, yeah, the quality of this so. is amazing, dude. The quality so. of this is amazing. I, I will say um, last week, I think, was our biggest lead generation week we've ever had, which is really interesting. I mean, we were having people... I feel like every day there was three phone calls that was like, hey, we want to do something. Yeah. And so we'll see. We'll yeah. see how that all goes, yeah. you know. So um, I do know that I talked to the Siegfrieds today. I'm not trying to say they're not going to do it, but Jason, um, who is the lead singer and lead guitarist of that band, I, well, let me give you a little uh, context. It's the band that I was talking about bringing in for three or four Christmas songs. Um, I know that we're to get this out, we're going to need to really hit the fast-forward button. Mm-hmm. And to hit the fast-forward button, um, we're going to need to probably film the whole thing within the next three days. Be about 72 hours because Christmas is two weeks away. Right. And to be able to get it out the week of Christmas, we really have to kind of push the envelope on it. Um, so he is in seminary school right now, and he's got, like you, he's dealing with his last three or four days of classes. So he is slammed, um, and there's nothing that we could do about it. No. I mean, it's just how it goes. Yeah, yeah, and I totally understand. So it's not – but he's definitely expressed interest in doing something moving forward. I don't know exactly what that's going to be. Uh, maybe we even do something um, now for next year. Yeah. You know, because yeah. the beauty of Christmas content is that it's all something you can do and it's all evergreen. It's not dated. Yeah. I, I mean, these guys aren't necessarily like just Christmas musicians, but we can figure out some other. Yeah. They got, this guy is like incredibly talented across yeah. the board. Like, It'd be you fun know, just to do something with him regardless. Yeah. His wife's, his wife's super, super talented too. So. All right, but that's uh, anything else, Josh, because yeah. I don't really have much more to there. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good about this one. Okay, so this Wednesday we have Tom Maloney coming in. He's the vice president of radio from Lakeshore Public Media. Um, that's pretty exciting. The last time he was in, um, the second we finished our recording, the entire hard drive went down, and so we lost not only the video, but we lost their audio as well. So we're uh, we're bringing him back. Really, I'm super pumped. That's a great conversation. I haven't seen him since I've stopped working there. So I've been feeling. I feel like I've been missing him a little bit. Are you sure we should bring him back? I know. Saying that the last time I he know. came here, like all my shit died. Just everything died. <laughs> That's the uh, power of Tom Maloney. If it happens again, I will never see him. Tornado Tom. Yep. Um, so yeah. So that's Wednesday. Uh, the week after um, is an exciting one. We have the well. I'm not gonna. I'll I'll leave you a little suspense on that. Yeah. Um. Follow us up though on um on uh, Twitter. Uh. We got local underscore two one nine Instagram local two one nine and Facebook local two one nine. Give us uh when you're when you're listening to this thing. Give us a little bit of a like on on SoundCloud. I did notice uh as a as a listener uh the last week I went back to try to listen to a few of these, and uh, I've realized that when my phone goes into sleep mode, it tends to cut off the entire audio. 
I hope that's not, I hope that's a personal issue and not an overall issue for everybody listening because that would be a real pain in the ass. Um, another reason why we're trying to get over to iTunes and Stitcher. So, yeah. Um, so there's that. Uh, so there's look out for that. Um, we'll be uh, locking in content. I've got a, I think I got a Tuesday takeover in place for this Tuesday. Um, the content will be coming through again, like most weeks. Thanks again for listening and being a loyal follower. It's awesome. Um, greatly appreciated. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you can, uh, drop. if you want to reach out and talk to us a little bit, uh, hit me up at ellen at local219.tv or uh, send us a direct message on any of the social media platforms, and I will be the one to answer them. I, it was hard Truth. for me to get that out. Truth. All right. Well, uh, thanks again for listening. Have a great week. And then uh, we'll be talking to you on Thursday or Friday. See ya. Three, two, one, out. <laughs>